the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the Word? Praise Him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Rightfully Ours. I don't know about you, but I love God and I love the Word of God. I really, really do. One of the many, many reasons why I love the Word of God, like I do, is because of what it tells me in you. In the pages of the Word of God are invitations to receive and achieve the manifestations of all the magnificent things that God has prepared for me and you. Through the Word of God, written by God Himself to us, we're being invited to experience and enjoy all the wonderful things that God has prepared and has waiting for us. Speaking of them, the Bible says, I have not seen, nor have ear heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for them that love Him. The word prepared means made ready. That means that there are things that God has already made ready for me and you. Things that, according to the Word of God, rightfully belong to me and you. We need to learn about them so that we can achieve and receive all the things that are rightfully ours. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Rightfully Ours. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the Word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Same results. If you got your Bible, which I invite you to turn to John chapter 10, and come on, let's dive back in to this word that God has been dealing with us about so that we can know what he has in store for us. We've been learning a message called Rightfully Ours, Rightfully Ours. Well, God wants us to know what is rightfully ours and let, and let us know that these things are rightfully ours. Because many times, once again, people have difficulty receiving the things that God has already made theirs because for whatever reason, they don't believe these things are rightfully theirs. But we're trying to eliminate that through this teaching so that you can be able to understand that things that God has for you are rightfully yours. Old folk used to say, God's got blessings in heaven with your name on it. Praise God. These are already yours. This is something that somebody already died to give you. Now the question is, is will you accept what it is he gives you? Come on, accept these things that are rightfully yours because God wants to give them to you. John chapter 10 is the foundational text. We're going to read that, do a brief review, move forward into the day stuff, which I'm telling you. It's going to bless you if you got an ear to hear what the Lord's going to say to you. John chapter 10, we'll begin reading at verse 9. He says, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pastors, which means those of us who are saved will have an opportunity to go in and out and find pastors. Now, these pastors that he's talking about is green, lush pastures. Pastures where there's provision and there's peace and there's everything else that we would want there and it would not cease. That's what God has in store for us because he's the good shepherd that leads us to the pastures that he has in store for us. God is our shepherd and we shall not want. Praise God. So he invites us into an area where we do not want. Verse 10 tells us, though, that the thief come not but for to steal, kill, and destroy. 
Jesus said, I am come that they might have life and they might have it more abundantly. Shows you two clear sides here. One side is Satan. Everybody say boo his. That's the one that's trying to stop me and you from getting what God has in store for me and you. To be able to step into these wonderful green plush pastures that God has in store for me and you. And then there's Jesus. Everybody say, yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Everybody say, Jesus, Jesus, that's my man. If he can't do it, nobody can. <laughs> Come on, don't act like you don't know that cheerleading stuff. Praise God. Some of y'all was cheerleaders up in here, too. Don't play me like that. Watch out. He was making the moves, too. <laughs> Glory to the living God. We're on the winning side, y'all. Praise God. God wants us to be able to step into these green pastures that he has in store for us. He said, I came that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. The Amplified Version, it says it this way. I came that they might have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. That's what God wants us to do, and that's what he wants us to know. That God wants us to have a life that's overflowing with good, that's abundant in good. It's got so much good that we can't fit no more in. At least that's the way it says it in the Living Bible. He says, my purpose is to give life in all its fullness. Well, that's his purpose. Well, we ought to let the Lord fulfill his purpose. Now, part of his purpose was to go and purchase it for me and you. Now he came back by way of his spirit to be able to teach me and you so that we can be able to know what we need to know so that we can have the faith necessary to receive these things that God has in store for us. Because we found out that the the blessings of God are already yea and amen in Christ. He's already said yea emphatically. He already said amen firmly and emphatically. Now we got to learn to say the same things too and allow our yea and amen to match his yea and amen so we can be the woman and man that lives like God wants us to do. We've been looking at some of these great and exceeding great and precious promises that God has in store for me and you. We've been looking more recently at a legacy of peace because there's a legacy of peace that we're supposed to have. He bequeathed it to me and you. He said, my peace I give unto you, not as the world give, give I unto you. It's his peace and it's a peace that's beyond anything that could ever be imagined by me and you. Well, we can get a chance to be because we're in right standing with God. We found out that the work of righteousness shall be peace. And the effect of the righteousness shall be quietness and assurance forever. That's the way we're supposed to be living our lives. We're supposed to have a quiet life, a life of assurance where we're not concerned about things, fretting about things, sweating about things, wondering whether we're going to be getting things. No, God has already got me and you. We're in right standing with him. So because of that, our righteousness goes to work to be able to cause peace to be able to manifest in our life. Last time we got together, we found out peace is not for the wicked. The wicked can't have the peace that we have. The wicked, we found out, are the morally wrong. These are people who are morally wrong. That when it's concerned to doing what's right or what's wrong, they're going to tend toward doing what's wrong. We found out concretely it means a bad person. Praise God. So that bad person is not going to have the good life that God had in store for them. And definitely not the peace. That's the legacy of the people who are willing to be righteous and do right. But we found out because it's it's a morally wrong person, that, that could even include a Christian. Which means if we are still morally wrong in our Christianity, things are going to work out wrong in our Christianity. Why? Because the wicked don't even know peace. They don't even know the right way to peace. Only we know the right way to peace. And that is by following God and doing what God said do. Because we found out that the wicked make their way crooked. They make their way all knotted up and distorted. They do all kind of stupid stuff. And then they end up with less than the stuff that God intended them to have and more stuff that God never intended them to have. Whereas their life is all jacked up, toe up. Why? Because they don't even know the way to peace. We found out that even when they're inspired to seek peace because of the troubles that they face, then they still won't find peace. 
Why is that? Because they just trying to bluff God, fluff God to get God to come through for them. And then they're going to turn around and start doing what they used to do before he did what he do for them. Well, see, God ain't like that. You can't play God. Look at your neighbor and say, you act like you didn't know that. Praise God. Amen. You act like you didn't know that. Praise God. You can't, you can't play God. Praise God. You can play people, but you can't play God. God know the end from the beginning. He know your heart. He know what you say even before you open your mouth. God already know what this thing is, and he know exactly what's going to happen. You can't bluff God. God said, they're going to call on me, and I ain't going to answer them. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's what he said in his word. Praise God. We found out the wicked can't even find peace because they don't fear God. Because they don't fear God. They have no fear of God within them whatsoever. That's why he said destruction is what's going to come upon them. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm so glad I ain't the wicked. And I'm glad you ain't either. Amen. Because we don't want that destruction to come upon us. We found out that word destruction is complete ruin. Well, Satan wants to completely ruin. Because remember, he comes not but for to steal, kill, and destroy. And it's manifesting in the lights of those people. Because we found out the wicked revolt against God. They transgress the will of God. They revolt against God. They, God trying to bless them. They're like, no, nah, I'm going to do what I want to do. He said, well, go on and do what you want to do with your bad self. Praise God. Literally, literally with your bad self. Praise God. And stuff going to work out bad in your life too. Because God ain't going to twist your arm and make you blessed. Ain't nobody in heaven that had a headlock put on them in order to be able to get them to walk the streets of gold. Are you listening to me up in here? Nobody up in here is going to be kicking pebbles of stone mad because they up there like, dang, now nah, I'm up here in heaven. I don't want to be up here with all these angels singing. And all. No, you wanted to be there. You chose to be there. And it's the same thing with peace. You choose peace. God has already chosen to give it to you. Now have you chosen to accept it and do the things necessary for that to be able to happen? Because the revolt, results of rebelling against God, we find out in his word what that is. God said, if you be willing and obedient, you, you shall eat the good of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, you will be devoured with a sword. And then he followed it up with, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. Which means, just like I said, everything else, I'm saying this too. So you shout about everything else I say, pay attention to that too. That you either do what I say or you don't do what I say. That's on you. But peace is only going to manifest if you do what I say do. Now, since there's no peace for the wicked and the way of peace they don't know, then we better make sure that we ain't neither. That we neither are categorized or characterized as being the wicked, that we're neither categorized nor characterized as being the wicked, the morally wrong, or nor are we following the way of the ones who don't know the way of peace. We're not following the ones who don't know the way of peace because, you know, once again, it's silly to follow somebody that God has already clearly told you they don't know the way to peace. If I was on my way to ask this young lady right here how to get downtown, and he already knows she don't know how to get downtown. And as I was on my way, he said, man, don't, don't ask her. She don't know nothing about now to get downtown. Man, don't ask her, man. She don't know downtown. Man, don't ask her, man. She don't know. Yeah. Now, I'm stupid if I just keep going and say, well, could you take me downtown? He said you don't know. Now, see, that's one thing for me to ignore him because possibly he's wrong. Yeah. Possibly. But what if he was God Almighty and he said the same thing to me? Don't follow her. Man, don't follow her, man. Follow me. Don't follow her. I'm a, a straight fool right. if I turn around and still try to follow her. And so many people do. When God tell you specifically who not to follow, if he points somebody else and say, stay Oh, wait, I ain't going to point that way because, see, I'm anointed right now. Y'all be like, ooh, I saw him. They pointed at him and her. They said, so let me point over here, praise God. 
But I'm pointing specifically at that person and say, stay away from him. Stay away from her. You ain't supposed to be over there with them. Church does. Church be right there with the people that they told them to stay away from. You don't believe me? Ask my wife. When, when, when I met my wife at a particular job. Praise God, I went her at a job. And they were talking about hiring her. They was looking at her and hiring her. And they saw the potential that that woman had. They saw the, 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 the niceness that she was. But they already knew me. They knew that the only reason why they hadn't fired me because they were scared of me because I had threatened them <laughs> and told them. That. That's a long story, but that's not, the, that's not the point. Praise God. Remember, I was illegal and I was wrong. Praise God. So I ain't care nothing about all that. Anyway. And then when he was interviewing her, he said, look, I'm thinking about hiring you. He said, but I got to tell you something. That, see that guy right there? Stay as far away from him as possible. Don't get near him. Don't talk to him. He's going to ruin your future. Don't have nothing to do with him. Ask her to see if I'm lying. Stay away from him. Guess who, the, who she ended up with? <laughs> I told you she was backslidden. She had no sense. But <laughs> the man, in fact, when he found out she was talking to me, he said, I told you, stay away from him. When he found out she married me, he said, oh, I told you, stay away from him. (laughs) That guy is bad news, because I was bad news back then. But God, thank you, Lord Jesus. I bet you she was one clapping more than anybody, because she found out he was right. I should have stayed away from that fool. (laughs) If God tells you to stay away from somebody... Then you ought to do everything you can to make sure that they ain't nowhere near that person. Why is that? Because I don't know what the heck they're doing. So we need to make sure that we're not them. That, or, 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 and neither we're the ones that's going in on the crooked paths. And we ain't hanging with the people that go on the crooked path. Turn to Psalms number 125. Yeah, that was my history. Praise God. Hallelujah. But Christians ignore sound counsel. <laughs> Tell them who stay away. You just try to keep me away from that person. Actually, yes. <laughs> There's no shame in my game. God comes straight down the middle and tell you what he's going to do. God ain't fluffing stuff. He ain't bluffing stuff. Stay away from him. <laughs> number 125. Stanza number three. See, peace is not given to those who follow the crooked path doing crooked things. So if people do following crooked paths and they're doing crooked things, God doesn't, God says we're not supposed to follow them. Stanza number three. It says, for the rod of the wicked shall not rest upon the lot of the righteous. Now, before I go any further, this word rod also translates scepter, which is what would be held out by the leader or by the person who rules at that time. They would hold out their scepter. The person would bow to the scepter and then they would follow the directions of whoever held the scepter. And, of course, he's talking about the wicked here. It says, for the scepter or the rod of the wicked shall not rest upon the lot of the righteous, which means it ain't going to stay there to be able to rule over them. It's not going to stay there to control them and direct them as to what it is that they should do. Lest the righteous put forth their hands unto iniquity. Lest the righteous put forth their hand to the Can I paraphrase that? Unless they fool enough to go ahead and do it anyway. Stanza number four says to the righteous, do good, O Lord unto those that be good and to them that are upright in their hearts. As for such as turn aside unto their crooked ways, the Lord shall lead them forth with the workers of iniquity. But peace shall be a 
upon Israel. See, peace isn't on the wicked. Peace is only on those who conduct themselves like God, rule like God, and live like God wants them to do. That's the only one that peace is for. Now, once again, it's important for me to teach this because, once again, I started off by teaching how because we are righteous, we can have this peace. Because Jesus Christ died for us, we can have this peace. And we all get excited about that, but at the same time, every one of you can drive a Benz, too. But will you do what you need to do to drive a Benz? And one of you can be able to live in a gated community, one that is not ran by the state. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. But will you do what you need to do to live in a gated community that is not ran by the state? Praise God. Hallelujah. And one of you can have a, have a man of God, woman of God with you if you want them with you. you can, every one of you can be able to live a righteous, holy life if you want to. All the promises of God are already yea and amen. But the question is, will you do what you're supposed to do to be able to step into what it has in store for you? So he's talking to his people right here. He's saying, look, I'm the one that's supposed to be leading you. I'm the one that's supposed to be guiding you. I'm the one that's telling you, supposed to be telling you how to live your life and do what you do. And if you do, peace is going to manifest in your life because you're right with me and you're doing what I say do. So it's not just that we are righteous, but it's that we are righteous living righteously. That we're not just righteous, but we are righteous living non-compromisingly. Because if we choose to compromise, we will never realize the things that God has freely prepared to give to me and you. We won't get them. Why? Because we won't do what's necessary to do what we're supposed to do. I need to teach that because you got all kind of crazy teaching going on right now that says that it doesn't matter. Or that it's just because it's what the blood of Jesus is already yours. Well, yeah, theoretically it's yours, but we're talking about actually. See, I don't live theoretically. I live actual. I have actual bills. I don't know about you. You might have theoretical bills. I have actual bills. I, have I, have, I don't have theoretical problems. I have real life Stanking breath problems. Praise God. Hallelujah. I live in the real world. Is anybody here living in the real world with me? Amen. Rest of y'all go back and visit Spooky Land later. Praise God. Listen, listen to us in the real world here. We want to know how to get it from the spiritual to the natural. We want to know how to get it from there to here. Uh, it's wonderful that I'm an heir of Christ, but I'm broke. I mean, I'm not. I'm just using that as an example. Praise God. It's wonderful that he has received stripes on my back, on his back, so that I could be healed. <laughs> but I, I don't have it right now. How do I get it from there to here? That's where you come in. That's when you got to do what you got to do. Because if you don't do what you got to do, it ain't happening for you. America is the land of opportunity. People come here, they ain't here two weeks and they're rich. And folk be broke and unemployed for years. How can that be? Because opportunity does not mean it's going to happen for thee. You still got to do something. And in terms of this peace, yes, he purchased it for you. Yes, he made it available for you. Yes, he freely gives it to you. But what are you going to do to receive it and to operate in it? And then one of the things you got to do is not follow the crooked paths of them crooked folk that do crooked things. Those that save crooked folk, unsaved crooked folk, crooked folk that don't know God, crooked folk that do know God. Amen. Can't stay away from the crooked things. Read again. Stands on number three. For the rod of the wicked. Now, once again, this word wicked right here means wrong. Because there's some folk that's just wrong. So he, when he says Wrong. He's talking about, see, the wicked are the people who are wrong. 
Anybody know folk like that? Amen. If they sit next to you, keep your hand down. Praise God. Amen. They, some folk that just do wrong things. They just do wrong things. They follow wrong paths. You look up and they in wrong places. Doing wrong stuff. Sitting back expecting all the blessings of God to manifest. Somebody say wrong. wrong. See the word wicked means wrong. Especially morally wrong. Morally wrong. Now, whenever you're dealing with morally, you're dealing with things that are pertaining to right and wrong. Whenever you're dealing with morally, you're pertaining to things that right or wrong. The fact that God established a right means there's a wrong. The fact that there's a wrong, that that means that there's something that we ain't supposed to do. So that means that it does matter what you do, because why would he establish a right or wrong if it don't matter what I do? You reign on the just and the unjust. So what difference does it make? I might as well be unjust. Because it does make a difference in terms of what happens in our lives. You can live a peaceful cricket here in life. Cricket, cricket. Where everything is quiet and serene and everything is that. Or you can live a wrong life and everything obscene and jacked up and messed up. Choice is yours. He's telling you that the wicked, they don't get peace. Therefore, the wicked are those who are wrong concerning what's right and wrong. When it comes to right and wrong paths to follow, they follow wrong paths. They go down crooked paths. They don't go to the straight line that God gives them. You know, straight line is the closest distance between two points, geometry. It's the closest difference between two points. They'd rather go around here, around there, up over here, try, uh, try to get up under here, and then back door this, and then go around. No, why don't you just come through the front door? Why don't you just do things the right way? So that peace can be able to manifest in our lives. Man, I wish I had a life like yours. I wish you had a life like mine, too, because you're costing me. That's what I, sometimes, you know, you want to tell people. I said, you want to tell people. You don't tell people, praise God, because you're costing them. Hey, man, they're costing you because all kind of crazy stuff is going on unnecessarily. Why? Because they chose wrong instead of right. They chose to be wicked rather, wicked rather than straight. But see, that's why peace ain't being manifested. See, when it comes to making decisions in life that can either be right or wrong, they constantly make the wrong decisions. They make the wrong decisions. And why is that? Because of their crooked ways and crooked thoughts but God's trying to straighten out our thoughts so that we righteous can think right so that the things that he freely gives to us can be received by us and that includes peace see because of their crooked ways and their and their wickedness which they continue to operate in then they're going to go down the path of the worker of iniquity which is not a path that we want to go down Why? Because down that road, peace will never be found. Down that road, peace will never be found. Peace will not be at the end of that road. Because every road takes you someplace. But those of us who don't turn aside unto their wicked ways, and we follow God's ways, then peace is down that road, and peace will be rightfully ours. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you are blessed with what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you're seeing that it's true. There really are promises in God's word that rightfully belong to me and you. That way, we can properly respond to God's word as though it really is something that we all can have and that they really are things that can actually happen for me and you. So let's learn to believe God's word is true. The promises God said in his word that he do for me and you really are for me and you. They're rightfully ours. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, 
Just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do, and we will too. And since we're talking about coming through, there's something I invite all the ladies out there in San Antonio and surrounding areas to do. We invite all of the sisters in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Blessed Woman of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast at the Brothers from Word of Faith. Prepare for the Sisters of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. It's one of my sisters that you don't want to turn down. Then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually too. With a powerful word from God, straight from heaven, just for the sisters. That's including you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late as if you want a plate. Child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. Ladies, I'm telling you, don't miss this awesome opportunity to allow the brothers from Word of Faith to treat you like the queens you are by preparing for you and serving you a breakfast fit for the royalty you are. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio this weekend, come on through and bring some of your sisters with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. Come on through and let us be a blessing to you at the Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday at Word of Faith, SA. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.